Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, happy Wednesday, happy hump day, and a beautiful one at that. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia, and we've got to get a little bit of this out to start the show. Accidental Sports Talk. Well, this is for hockey fans everywhere, but, uh, and also I just want any, you know, I, I want people to get behind the Seattle Kraken. That's right. My family has the fever. My mom. They have jerseys. She and my sister have jerseys. They're a two-year-old team, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm well aware. You're well aware. Is, Release is, is the Kraken. the Kraken fan? Shannon is a Kraken fan. Kevin, her husband's more. And then their son worked the first year for oh the Kraken. My, I mean, my mom says to me, is if because really, I've never known my mom to pay attention to hockey. Because when I was in high school dating the goalie, she lived in Seattle. Oh, I didn't live with my mom. Okay. So, so she, she didn't know the joy. She didn't know the joy that, that that's my. I, it turns out it's my athletic weak spot. It's so funny <laughs> how you are all in for these Seattle teams, but never for the Minnesota oh, teams. Oh no, I would be like I would be Did all you? on the wild train would right you? now if they had won last week. But I knew I thought I can't invest. I you know me, I like yeah. to get on a bandwagon. When a it's band- close being wagoned out. That's right. This is my way of enjoying <laughs> sports. Yeah. It doesn't stress me out. Yeah. I uh, anyway, just, just like your guy Joe Ryan looking sexy last night on the mound for the looking? Minnesota Twins. He I didn't yeah. pitch six perfect innings. Oh, but, Joe! Uh, yeah. I wonder when his little dirt mustache is going to get fuller. I don't even really care. I kind of like it. It's perfect. But it, anyway, my mom says, "I said, Mom, I heard you had a wild game. She overtime. The Kraken beat." The Chicago... No, we, they beat the, or, uh, the Dallas Man. Stars. The, t- the same North team, Stars. The Dallas Stars. Yeah, the team that Dallas we Stars. somehow couldn't figure out how to beat in the first At, round. In Dallas. In oh, Dallas. Wow. Overtime, big goal. Like you said, wow. very exciting. Uh, the goalie on fire, 2-1. to one. My mom said it was so exciting. My sister is screaming and yelling, but not swearing like she does at football. <laughs> and they were up kind of late and just so excited. I said, Mom, you know how much I've always told you Even at class reunions, the best-looking guys are always the dudes who played hockey. I mean, you can almost bank on it. I wonder if Jeff's listening. Yeah, no, the Mm -hmm. hockey players, Mm -hmm. they retain their butt, their thigh. A lot of hockey dudes keep playing hockey or skating or whatever. You know, it's a signa... It's a... It's just a man weakness that I have. That's well, my athletic. It's so funny. The Dallas Stars goalie, in fact, is a Lakeville kid. Is he? Yes, his oh. name's Jake Ottinger. He's yeah. and he did very well against the Wild oh, last week. Go, the goalie is the weakest of them. That's the what I was going to say. I love you know because it's either you know heaven or hell with the goalie. Oh, 
You know, <laughs> same with quarterback. Yeah. 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 True. Same thing. Positions. You live and die. Yeah. yeah. You live and yeah, die. Yeah. You'll it. be blamed or praised to be be good with both. So anyway, my mom said it's really been fun, and I think like uh, we might as well cheer for them. They're the underdog. Absolutely. Right, yeah. Let's just be let's cra- do let's it. be cracking bandwagon. I'm with you. All right. We'll be crackins. And then I think are there I still any? I wonder what the what the um what the mascot is for the Kraken. It's a, it's an octopus. A it's Kraken. how it is. Yeah. Well, it's like is it is so... in Clash of the Titans. I mean that I give so much credit to the I marketing that, that yeah. they had the balls to say, you know, the Kraken and release the Kraken. Yeah, release the Kraken release is the great. Kraken. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, and so it they is have, a great name. They have this really cool, like, you know how they're doing right now with uh, stadiums where they use the ice sheet as like some sort of TV screen to to pump up the fans before yes. the show? So in Seattle, it's really cool. They The ice, all of a sudden, it breaks. It pretends to break through like a hologram and it says and release the Kraken, the Kraken and out. then all of a sudden a tentacle oh. comes up oh through the gosh. ice. Oh my God, as a fan, I would lose my mind at a hockey game <laughs> If I saw that. It's That's very cool. So great. Yeah, they do a good job of uh, pumping up the fans for sure. Well, I might be in Seattle if if the Kraken keeps going because yeah. doesn't the Stanley Cup kind of go into June? Yes, Everything. The hockey's the longest season. You could I think. be walking into yeah. a hockey game in eighty degree weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, anyway, that I I did. Uh, any Minnesota play or other player? Yeah. So the one people? guy that is plays for the Kraken is Will uh, Borgen. Is his name? He he is from Moorhead. He was uh, born in ninety six. And this is his, I think, third year he was drafted. Oh, no. He's been in the league now for seven years. So he was drafted by Buffalo in the fourth round. But, uh, yeah, Will is on the, the Kraken. So we've got another, we've got a nice Minnesota connection, a Moorhead connection yeah. on the Kraken. And oh, he's a tall one, six, six three, three. two hundred pounds. See, that's another reason to love a hockey player. You know what I mean? Oh, la, 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 yeah. La. Well, keep the Kraken. You know, I don't know. I, I, what are their colors? Are they the same as the Mariners? No, they're blue. They're, they're like a dark black or blue with like this light blue is the Kraken color. So it's like kind of like light blue and red and Seattle navy blue. Always has to have blue in their sports. Did you know that it's an unofficial rule? The water. Of the water, yeah. I, so nice somehow they incorporate. Well, I'm making that fact up as we speak. I like it, but the Seahawks like don't. But they have blue and green. No, they have green. Oh, that is navy. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. No, right. Seattle so teams always have blue in their colors, this, and I just think it's an unofficial thing. They have to make a nod to the to give you credit. Right now, the Seattle S crack, and if you look at the logo, there's two shades of blue. One is ice blue, mm-hmm. and the other is deep sea blue, mm-hmm. representing the ocean from being next to Seattle. And then the eye, the red comes from the oh, yeah, eye the, of yeah, the, the octopus. Kraken. So it's the red. It's these three shades of blue and red. So it's exactly to your point. Yeah, I can just see um, Harry Hamlin in Clash of the Titans oh, calling for the release or the, yeah. of the Kraken. Yeah. He stands there right at the sea and... <laughs> Does he say release the crack? I'm looking, we I was get looking. That I was looking for it. And he summons it, and you know he's got his gladiator sandals on and his leather <laughs> skirt. I have no his, idea who you are. His bronzed body, <laughs> Julia, and he's you know yep. demanding the guy. Clash of re- Titans, right? Clash of yes. the Titans. Did uh, you never see that with a boyfriend and make no, out or anything? No. God, that was a movie I'd go to for dates, you know, because guys like that movie. Jaws, I, this one. You were ahead of me. Yeah, I'm four years old. I got it. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Release the Kraken. 
That's awesome. And the little, the, oh I mean, and he's basically almost, you wish he was naked. You know, he's such a sculpted. Oh, and at the time, so he's dating <laughs> Ursula Andress. Yes, and has a child with her. They haven't had the baby oh. yet. She's just a 39-year-old having her way with his 23-year-old self. Yes, yes, you are right about oh, that. She's teaching him things. He's making her scream. <laughs> Everybody's winning. <laughs> Okay. What a start to the show. Oh, I... <laughs> How you doing, Julia? I, I'm just sitting over here. <laughs> Is All it right. hot in there? All I'm right. taking it. It's getting hot in here. It's Wednesday. It's I don't Wednesday. have to bowl for the first time in like 45 weeks. That's true. Do you know how long that damn bowling season I, went this year? It goes for a long The time. banquet was just last week, I think. Isn't that yeah. Wild? yeah, it just went on and on. At least on. you get home by, I mean... Tennis has gotten to be a late night sport. Is it? Yeah. You, you know, got... start times at nine and oh, things like that. And it's no. just like hockey back in the day. When you, if your kids played hockey, you know, let's go I late. I would go and, you know, watch my boyfriend play at oh, the Duluth Lord. Curling Club or of the course. Woodland I, oh, good. Hockey Arena. I and then I'd warm him I'm up in his big truck. Oh, of course <laughs> God, you it was would. such a good, it had that long seat. <laughs> the good long bench seat. That's a good thing. Before right, we go, let's get a birthday wish out. Can we give my dad yes! a little shout out? Big Papa Wangster, and here we go. Happy birthday, Dad. Go, Daddy. Isn't his name Grant? Yes, Grant Wangster. Yes. Senior. I hope we get to meet you soon, Grant Senior in oh, Victoria. Yeah. And Absolutely. welcome back to Minnesota. And you have a delightful son that we love working with. Happy 49th birthday. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, everybody. We saw more furniture, manor furniture in action last night. We yes, were we at did. a, a cl- colleague of ours, uh, David, mm-hmm. who has talked about working with Robin at First Equity or f- from First Equity. Yes, I'm going to get this right. Uh-huh. But anyway, so much of the furniture in his new home is from Furniture Manor. And just absolutely gorgeous. The custom couch that he did in that um, kind the white of leather. Heavy. Yes, that was gorgeous. Gorgeous, kind of the shape of a kidney. Um, Bean and then yeah, all the designers the, helped him, and all he the, knew what he wanted. The but sectionals oh. and the other thing, and it's just really beautiful furniture that's comfortable mm-hmm. and in great fabrics. And you know, the design team at Furniture Manor can help you in your home, or you can go in. Of course, the store. Everyone has a design background. They just have great products, and they'll listen to you and spend time with you. And good pricing, excellent pricing. You're gonna love Furniture Manor, two miles north of six ninety four on County Road eighty one in Osseo. All right, so Lori, during the break, um, just decided that um, I got something from my sister-in-law about how funny you are, Lori. About the Kraken? And about the Kraken being the best name, and Lori's like, yes, they need to have Harry Hamlin come out in his Clash of the Titans um, loincloth. Yeah, and have and all ice that, skates. Yeah, something. <laughs> and ice skates during the Make Stanley. it an honorary yes. ambassador of the team or something, but promise that Lisa <laughs> Renna has to stay home. All right, she can go. I'm not going to be that mean. <laughs> she can carry his, yeah. you know, staff or yeah. something, but hey, it would be so funny. Anyway. That was funny. All okay. right, so Grant, who sent us this news? I sent this last yeah. night. Okay. okay, I sent this last night. Uh, and like, our little Right as it broke. Oh. At like 8.30 or something, um, Kevin Costner's wife, Christine Baumgarten, filed for divorce after 18 years of marriage. Mm. 25 years of being together. Because they met when she was 21 and he was filming a movie called Tin Cup. And Which he's is a been, great movie. Loved great With Renee Russo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he'd been single for a, a, a couple of years mm-hmm. or something anyway. But she filed to legally quit his 
his booty after 19 years of marriage. And the strangest thing is, is that Kevin's rep released a statement about their split and he makes it seem like uh, he wants the divorce to happen as much as we all want a sequel to Waterworld. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is, yes. It basically, is, you're right about that. It is, I do. It, it is. <laughs> the, this statement makes it very clear that the the divorce is not. Okay, his, read it. And then we were just with Ann Tressler today. His choice, yeah. So we can tell you okay. her response. So Kevin's rep confirm the split because the news came because she had, you know, came from her side or on Monday, she filed a claim for divorce. Yeah. 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 So TMZ is always looking for a divorce decrease. Anyway, Kevin's rep confirmed this split and threw in this cryptic bit by saying um, this, and I'll tell you this. It is with great sadness that circumstances beyond his control have transpired, which have resulted in Mr. Costner having to participate in a dissolution dissolution of marriage action. So his lawyer helped write this. Mm -hmm. We ask that his, Christine, and their children's privacy be respected as they navigate this difficult time. But it is with great sadness that circumstances beyond his control. So it's his statement, but they're talking about him in the third person. Beyond his control have transpired, which have resulted in him having to, having pers- to participate, participate in, in the, the breakup. De- yes. So, so we had Ann Tressler in today. He, he makes it sound like she, she cheated. Yep. Or maybe... Oh, it sounds like yeah. she is gaslighting. He is gaslighting her. He's gaslighting her mm-hmm. because he's got the wandering... His press leaner. people are trying to make it sound like it's all on her. And she is doing this to him instead of what may or may not have have happened at all. Well, the word on the street, Julia, is okay. So I'll give you a little backup. Um, 18 years in Hollywood is forever. Mm-hmm. And 25 years t- together is practically forever. They have and, three children. Yeah. And their marriage kicked off with allegations of him sexually harassing a massage therapist during their honeymoon in Scotland. Uh-oh. I remember this about Laurie. that he asked for a happy ending. I remember yes. this. This and this was during the whole. <laughs> oh. I, everything was happening on massage tables. John Travolta, yes. some other people, a lot of massage table shenanigans. Two of stories today are nostalgia <laughs> gossip gold. I mean, okay. serious. Okay. Maybe three of them. So okay. just oh. to set the yes. stage for I how interesting. Got started. It was yes. on their honeymoon, Uh-oh. and they had dated six years. Yes, so she dated him from twenty-one to twenty-seven. Then she gave him an ultimatum: "I'm leaving you" because she wanted to have kids. Well, he had three almost, you know, high. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. School age kids with his first wife. He wasn't sure if he wanted to start a second family, right. but she was a good, you know, she's 49, he's 68. Mm-hmm. So whatever that age difference is, 21. 20. Yeah, I'm young. I'll raise the damn kids. You can go off and do your movies. Right. Who knows what they said? But anyway, uh, so they've been married since 2004, and she asked for joint custody. Their kids are 15, 14, and 12. She didn't ask for spousal support. Kevin's divorce lawyer is the Laura Wasser. She uh, responded to the filing and said that spousal support will be payable to the petitioner pursuant to the terms of the party's premarital Prenup. agreement. Yep. yep. Prenup. Yeah, and um, so that's that's those are the two things. As for why they split, I will say Radar last year, last summer, they ran a story that Christine gave him an ultimatum about leaving Yellowstone. She wasn't happy about him being gone for months at a time to shoot the show in Montana while she and the kids stayed in Malibu and told him it was either Yellowstone or her. This was the radar story from last summer. Um, And but even before that, there was there was a famous interview that he did that we watched during um, COVID and they were at their summer place in Santa Barbara and he, they were actually at their home in Ventura, which is, is south is? of Carpinteria, Carpinteria. Santa, okay, Santa in the area. And but so, they were having all the mudslides. Yes. Well, back. just go back to them. Mm-hmm. And it was morning because it's, you know, four, three hours difference mm-hmm. from New York to California. And he was saying that COVID had brought them so much closer, you know, families, well, family, sure because you have to be home. So... And then the big ramping up the schedule, going back and filming. He's not going back after season five. He's shooting a Western. He is, that he produced, he wrote. And you know. And he has a reputation of uh, being very um, liberal with, well, you know, I believed him when he told you to sit in his lap. Evan, how are you? Hi, Julia. It's, oh, say that again. Hi, Julia. <laughs> I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you to come in the studio. Do you mind if I sit on your lap? We were so bad. <laughs> cozy up, girl. We were so <laughs> bad. Yeah, cozy we up, girl. We were so but bad, but he, I was so bad. Yeah, but Julia, it is so <laughs> natural between the two of you, and I just think he is a friendly He's, guy yeah. that probably gets himself into situations, I, yeah. and then he might not have the strength to get out of <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Question for you. Has he done a lot of TV shows in the past? No, Yellowstone was the first one. So that Radar Online thing, you know, because movies don't probably shoot as long as TV shows. That's correct. It might have some legitimacy that he wasn't at home. it obviously does. Right? And and remember when Joan Rivers yelled at him, they walked a red carpet and she asked to see the ring and she said, why didn't you buy a bigger one? Oh, Oh, that was hysterical. I do. (laughs) Uh When she used to cover the red carpet. She called it. She called it. She said, you should buy a bigger one so she stays. Oh my lord! All right, there we go. We were talking about Kevin Costner and his now divorce. Well, we'll see. Well, we shall see. We've got a New York Times best-selling author that you're going to want to hear. Her new book just dropped. It's so good. We'll be back. One of our favorite entertainment spots is the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Maybe it'll be new to you, but we've got to tell you that the prom 
is on stage. We've been telling you this for a few weeks now, but you only have a few more weeks to see it because it ends June 10th. And this show is fantastic. It is a big Broadway musical that's fun. And You're not going to want to miss it. It's just, it's so, so good. I know. And you know, Mother's Day is coming up. Wouldn't it be fun to treat your mom to an afternoon or evening it's at, at Chanhassen yes. with a dinner, a show package? It's so easy to park there. You don't have to pay. You don't have to be stressed out about any of that. And what a great way to pamper your mom. Also, the concerts. They do so many fun tribute concerts. Steve Winwood, Ve- Vintage Vegas, Chicago, Boss Diggs, Ju- Judy Garland, James Taylor, tons more gift cards. You can get a gift card for somebody. You can get married there. They have so much going on. Chanhassen Dinner Theater is always entertaining you. Visit ChanhassenDT.com for more information. Thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, do we have a LoJ Book Club treat for you from uh, joining us, the New York Times best-selling author of Lilac Girls. Both Julia and I read that book. And Martha Hall Kelly, you've written an just absolutely sensational, riveting new book uh, inspired by true events called The Golden Dove. So thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. This story. Jeez. (laughs) Honestly, Martha, heart pounding, okay? It was, it's not very often that historical fiction is so heart pounding because it's the story of these two spies and we'll let you set it up but post world war ii it's the whole way that you spun this tale just left us spellbound oh that's so nice to hear in your fabulous accents by the way can you hear the minnesota yes i love it (laughs) we've got the drink all right give us the setup of the golden doves okay it is two former spies Uh, And they're bound together by their past, and they risk everything to hunt down an infamous Nazi doctor that had done terrible things to them at Ravensburg concentration camp, which is, you know, kind of going back to where Lilac Lilac Girls Girls were. Yes. And uh, it starts in 1950, and the the two women, you know, I I think of it as... um, uh, Thelma and Louise mm-hmm. meets the Da Vinci Code. Yes. These two oh, wow. women yeah. have to um, track down this terrible doctor, and they, they go all over the world. They go all over the world, and also, you know, taking us, the way you tell the story of now, which is, you know, seven years after yes. World War II, as they're hunting uh, for justice, and and then also then when they were young women fighting in the French you know, un- resistance, trying to uh, outsmart mm. the Nazis, but putting themselves at great risk and then ending themselves going to, a Rav- is it Ravensbrück? Ravens- is that how you say it? Ravensbrück, yeah. Which well, I- they became known as the Golden Doves throughout Paris because they outwitted the Gestapo and they were radio operators, very young women. You know, back then, so many um, of the radio oper- operators had been captured and Killed, so they were re- resorted to um, hiring um, young girls to do it, and they did a great job. Yeah, it's a story we didn't know so much. Okay, so what was the inspiration, um, Martha, to write about the Golden Doves? How how did this book come to be? Oh my goodness! Well, uh, when I wrote Lilac Girls. It, a long time ago now, that was back in 2016, mm-hmm. I had had all these stories that I wanted to still tell. 
and I had, um, you know, I couldn't fit them on one book. Right. So, right. Uh, but I, I, I met this wonderful woman, a Holocaust survivor named Irene Zisblatt, and she had written a book called The Fifth Diamond about how she had been at Auschwitz and uh, operated on by um, Josef Mengele. And I just thought, how wow. did he get away with that? Yes. And so that led me down a rabbit hole to find out how did all these Nazis just escape? And, yeah. and that led to the Golden Dove. Oh, my gosh. And then it's, we thought, you know, just like with Lilac Girls, like I never had known about a concentration camp until I read that book that was for women and children mm-hmm. designed yeah. to be places of Experimental. death, experimented on, uh, trying, yeah. you know, giving them viruses to see if they, I mean, just terrible, horrific things that happen. And what did happen to all those scientists and doctors? They Most yeah. of them got and away. They went Got free. Yeah. Yeah. It's sickening, really. Oh, my word. Yeah, but uh, this story is about it's Josie so, and Arlette. Yeah, and they're and just... they're, I've, you fall in love, you know, with both of them. And I really Aww. appreciate <laughs> Josie uh, on the other side of the war working. You know, what would you, what is she, U.S. Army Intelligence? Yeah. I appreciate. Wow. You guys actually read the book. We We did the book. And I appreciate, (laughs) I appreciate so much. I don't know if Julia appreciated it, but I love a good hotel. And I love that Josie loves a good hotel. And you give good places to stay (laughs) in all these, you know, places that we go to. And I like the love stuff. And I just loved everything about this damn book. I just think it could be. Really? It could be a series. It's so, so good. But the writers are on strike and we are on the side of the writers. That was Lori's platform. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) You know, one of the things. Oh, go ahead. It's just so fun to find a fellow uh, hotel lover. I, oh. And, you know, the Paris Ritz. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. It, no, you're really, I just was like, I just, it made my heart pitter-patter that you added that detail because it's just so <laughs> great. <laughs> well, I love those two, Josie and her love interest. Yes. Who I patterned after Theo James. I don't know. If oh, you know. Yes. 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 White Lotus, the um, first season. Oh, yes. 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 I love him. I had so much fun writing. Yeah, I don't. Scenes, that it was, was during COVID and I was desperate for some, you know, action. Excitement. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and you know what? I don't know that I've ever read. And Julie and I are fans of historical fiction. Um, but I don't know that I've ever read a historical fiction after that also reads though like an espionage novel with this hot side of romance to it and then this uh you know you're learning something so if you even love you know just to read or history it's such a good book oh i'm so glad you know i always like to write the book that i want to read and i'm kind of a picky i'm a really picky writer i mean reader reader. i um I just want to be, you know, I'm competing as well with Netflix and yes. other TV stuff and movies. And I figure, you know, I have to make it cinematic and make it, you know, like hard to put down. Yeah. It, it, and the other thing I really, you know, because a lot of our historical fiction is happening in the moment. Yes, and it's that, happening as the war yeah, is happening. That we get to be after the war and then go back into the war. And mm-hmm. it had a whole different feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad you like that. I did. I found that interesting, 
that after the war, you know, there were all these people that were just wounded. And it's really hard. And when I was researching Lilac Girls, I met a lot of people that were going through that. And I just wanted to show that, that it wasn't just over for these people. Yeah. Okay, so if you're just joining us, we're talking about New York Times bestselling author Martha Hall Kelly. Her latest book is The Golden Doves. It is a must read and you must have some time too because it's a thick one. <laughs> no, and and, and 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 the way the ending holy cow, that's all I'm saying. Is that giving away anything, Martha? No, that's thank not you. giving away anything. Okay, thank but, you. Um, I'm glad you like it. Oh, oh. yeah, and just, uh, you know, uh, like, as someone who really loves Paris, I loved that Arlette and Josie's apartment was in the Marche of Fleurs, which is the Paris bird and flower market, because if you've ever yeah. gone to Paris, you have to go. And, of course, you that was, like, in its heyday, really. Yeah, now they're taking all the birds out because they, they're, they're yeah. saying it's cruel. They're taking yeah. it out. They're, they're re, it's, oh. it, I'm glad I saw it, but mm-hmm. I mean, it hadn't been updated since the 70s, but it was established like in the 1880s. It's just a cool place that I'm glad you captured it um, because you can see pictures of it. And I thought it was cool that that's where their little, where they lived so they could dodge and get away from Nazis and people who right. were looking to out people. It was very dangerous yeah. what they did. It was so, I was scared writing that. I, I was mean, scared reading it. It was scary. You know, I have to give you a shout out for who did your audible. Oh, did you like the I'm doing answer? both. I do both because I can read faster than I can listen, but sometimes just to, to get the work done that I need to get done. I really thought, That's smart. I thought that was good. You've the heard, person who yeah. read it, is it a woman? It is. Okay. There's two women, yep. and one of them, we really tried hard to make her perfect because Arlette is from Alsace, so she kind of, she identifies as German in a way, yeah. and mm-hmm. she's, you know, French, technically. Yeah. So we had to find someone whose accent was both of those, and of it's course, good. Josie is an American, mm-hmm. half Jewish, mm-hmm. and so that was a little easier. Yeah. So fun. Okay, now, Lori touched on something. We I don't even know that we've let you say three words. Um, <laughs> because we love we're this fangirling book. so we really hard. Are. We, we're standing with you. But Mar- Martha, have have you, you know, the Lilac Girls, I, I guess I'm not familiar. Have, have any of your books been made into, you know, made for TV series or movies? Not yet. I, I You know, that day, my head is just going to explode mm-hmm. I'm, with happiness. It would yeah. be so great. Elizabeth Moss of Handmaid's Tale yes. came, optioned Lilac Girls. Oh, and I remember that. We were all, re- they, they wrote a screenplay and it was so exciting. And then Hollywood just, I don't know. I you know what? They They're fickle is all we hear from every author. No, I'm going to tell you something, Martha. The reason why historical fiction gets rock blocked to use that is that is it costs more money to so set sex. it in another time. Yeah, because of the I costuming. I had a feeling that was what it was. Yeah, yeah, the costuming and all of this kind of stuff, and and even mm. though people would, you know, eat this would, up. Yeah, they want where people would totally. It's so watchable. It read, you know, it's good source material. Yeah. but it God, they, they get down to the money. I know, and that makes sense. But you know, they just made all the light we cannot see. Yes, that's working. true. And we all have to go see that because if that's successful, yes. then they'll make 
things like the Nightingale and then hopefully Lilac Girl. Yes. So that's my wish. That I wish mm-hmm. that too, because you're right, the Nightingale, that with the Fanning sisters, that's been in, you know, I think that got stopped by COVID or whatever. But yeah, we got to, we are planning on uh, seeing that movie because mm-hmm. we love that book. Yeah, and Reese, and Reese made that a pick. So maybe she's going to, you know, make that into a movie. Well, I want, <laughs> do, do I need to, do I need to tweet oh, Reese? For okay. you, Martha. Martha, don't engage. Don't encourage her. <laughs> I'm going don't. to. I don't care. Don't encourage her. She says this to everybody. Reese needs to know. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. How about this? She's got time on her hands. All of her writers are on strike. And she's she getting divorced. She has a lot of time. Yeah. We're you so know, bratty. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so sad about the strike. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Such a bummer. I know. Once again, hopefully it'll be over soon. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, so we have to ask you, Martha Kelly. Martha Hall Hall Kelly. Kelly. Do you just go by Martha? You go by all three. Um, professionally, MHK. I'm just going to have your initials, MHK. Um, no, I'm teasing you. Good. I love that. (laughs) Okay, MHK. I want to know what is the last book you read or what you're reading that you think we should all know about too? Oh, wow. Well, my next book I'm reading about is Martha's Vineyard during World War II because mm-hmm. my mom grew up there. So I'm right. I'm reading a lot of books about U-boats and submarines right now. But in terms of fiction, the last thing I read that I really loved, um, I don't know if you have read The Paris Daughter. It's not out oh, yet. By it's a, coming. It's Kristen Hamill. Hamill. Yes, she's yeah. on our show June 6th. It's Someone so at work good. read it. Oh, I'm excited. Good. I love that you love that. Yeah. And Patty Callahan Henry's book, too, is great. She's it's The Secret Life of Flora Lee. Yeah. That's, that's, I, uh, I think it's out now. I just got off a of book tour, so I've been. You're kind of discombobulated. Days, so okay. I'm not sure what's out right this second. But those two are really, really, there's a lot of really good books coming out. Well, your oh. book is fantastic. The Golden Doves just absolutely loved it. Thank it's you. so nice to meet you. Thank We're you huge for putting up with all of our fangirling. <laughs> are you kidding? You're the best. Who wouldn't want to hear that? I okay. love it. Well, we mean every word. We do. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Thank you. We hope we have you on again soon and just keep writing amazing books. I got a just, tweet, Reese, right? Now. All right. It just, it, we love it. Okay, Thank good. you. MHK, <laughs> nice guys. meeting you. The book is The Golden Doves. You're not going to want to put it down. Go buy it immediately. But we do have two copies. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. All right, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. 
Lots of changes all the time in the mortgage world, but you know what? You can always feel like you are being taken care of by the best mortgage company in town. That is First Equity. David and his team, they're so passionate about what they do. They're up to speed on always everything. They want to make the whole process easy for you. And you know, there have been changes. So if you have questions, you're thinking about buying your first home, you're thinking about um, buying a vacation home, what does that look like? No question is um, goes unanswered and nothing silly. They just are so wonderful to work with, and they are local. And David is always working. I mean, he their team is so responsive, and that's kind of what people want because things will come up or questions come up and concern, you know, whatever. But they are with you, so they're not uh, anyone that's ever going to be hard for you to get a hold of. Go to my talk keyword, David. Grant's giving away the books, The Golden Doves. What a terrific, terrific book. But I, my mind is exploding right now. We are so, with these two stories, we have been blessed with legacy gossip, gossip gold, gossip nostalgia. Because if you've been paying attention, even since the 90s, this is all legacy gossip. Okay, it all yes, goes, agreed. It all goes back. So um, uh, let's just... Start with the fact I got to explain who Alex Cooper is, who has a show call her daddy. Oh yeah, we okay. Know. She is basically the Howard Stern for millennials and Gen Z. Not just because of her famous guests, because she's like Howard Stern and asks her guests famous questions about their sex life and yes. their personal life, and they will allow stuff with Alex that they don't with anybody else because you're in her room and she's like in sweats. You know, and she's this is zoomed. a spinoff of the Call Her Daddy podcast. This is the Call Her Daddy podcast. No, I know, I know, but they have different. No, this is Alex's Call Her Daddy podcast. It's Alex. Grant, isn't there another one? No, Alex Cooper is the host. She's the host. That's her thing. Apple talked Gwyneth Paltrow into going on um, Call Her Daddy. And and Gwyneth um, is back to talk about her sex life. And I got to say, just to give it to Gwyneth, back in the day, she was the it girl. She really was had um, everything we wanted to know. Alex asked her about her love life. So she's really just there because her Apple told her to, and probably somehow along the line she's going to promote Goop. But it's it's made clear at the top that Gwyneth is there because her daughter convinced her to do this. Because none of my friends know who you are, Mom. Yeah. These are evil words to Gwyneth, okay? Even though she's 50-something... And technically doesn't give a bleep. But Alex wanted the gossip and asked the questions. We'd play the audio, but there's too many bad words. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to That podcast is dirty. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, um, she asked her about um, a game she wanted to play, Ben or Brad. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. It's a good game. It's a Ben Ben Affleck and Brad. Brad or Ben. And Gwyneth immediately responded, Brad. Okay. Okay. And um, so she was extra spicy. And she said, okay, who was the better kisser? Ben, Brad or Ben? Gwyneth said they both were. And then Cooper asked who was better in bed. Gwyneth, that's really hard. And she kind of looked off camera and she said, because Brad was the sort of like major chemistry love of your life kind of 
thing at the time, you know. And then, like, Ben was, like, technically excellent. I can't believe my daughter's listening to this. Am I blushing? Okay, okay. Technically excellent Excellent. is kind of... I don't know that it's like that much of a compliment. I don't either. But with <laughs> with with Brad Pitt, she says the chemistry was just so overwhelming. Well, no, we're getting to that. Oh, so okay. Cooper oh, says, "Holy bleep!" Because right. she can't believe Gwyneth said that answer. You know, it's technically so, excellent. It's because so weird. It's 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 precise. We know what she's saying. He, you know, we know exact. Women know exactly what she's saying. It's not a compliment to be. Just technically excellent, but you know, and then, then, then Cooper said, "Well, God bless J Lo and everything she's getting over there," and um, and then let out a couple another f bombs. But then she also went on to happily oblige quite a few other things because Alex Sitter, you've got quite a stacked roster. Something that mm-hmm. Gwyneth probably wouldn't answer from a man. But this is like a twenty-three-year-old, mm-hmm. uh, so you know you have the most stacked roster. And I'll just remind people: in the day, her romantic resume included on-the-record guys, boyfriends, Brad Pitt, ninety-four to ninety-seven. She broke up with Brad Pitt. Supposedly, he dumped her because she cheated with Vigo Mortensen on that movie they were in together. Sliding Doors, or I'm trying Not to think. Not Sliding what, Doors. I'm trying to think of which one it was. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll tell you in it. a second. Right. I have it. You All don't right. even need to look at it because I right. knew you would ask me that one. <laughs> um, the movie A Perfect Murder with Vigo Mortensen. So the word is. I feel uh, like that's one I missed. Yeah. Anyway, so Brad Pitt, Ben Affleck, Chris Martin, Luke Wilson. She was rumored to have dated or at least hooked up with Prince Philippi, now the king of Spain. And she told Alex, these are just the people you know about. Wow. Brag much? Yeah, these are just Brag, the people you know much. about. Yeah. So the viral part that's going on social media is when she compared and uh, what it was like having sex with them and that she described Ben as technically excellent so um, it's a win for Brad and Ben, but then she, he loses I later just, on. I just don't know. When she plays know. Bleep, Mary Kill with Brad, Ben, and Chris Martin. And um, she picks Brad over Ben just about every time. Does she? <laughs> she does. And then also um, she, yeah, she, this girl asked Gwyneth all the questions she would never right. answer from anybody right. else. I mean, this is gossip gold for days. 100%. They are going to be able to mine this interview. She talked about so, I mean, and as annoying as she is, she's still <laughs> a story and she's not even saving the story for a memoir. This is how much she doesn't care. She's just gossiping hard. They probably paid her a lot. Barstool's got a lot of money See, to throw. See, that's what is Barstool yeah. Sports like. Because I'm like, I know my kids told me. Call her daddy I mean, is a part of Barstool. Yeah, and they said, and my kids, when she first came on, said, Mom, yeah. but she Gwyneth, got Lori, your, you guys' job. Yeah, yeah. They did totally say that because yeah. she's raunchy like you guys. Yeah, yeah they did. She, yeah. But this is Gwyneth flexing. And, you know, uh, how, but when you think about it, how many people in Hollywood, she's from two, you know, she. Oscar, you know, Hollywood family yes, royalty. She she's got an Oscar. She's been with the movie star, the other movie star, the rock star, the award-winning producer. excellent. Technically excellent. Anyway. That's our State Fair t-shirt. <laughs>
technically ex. <laughs> I mean, they all wanted to marry her. I know they did. Yeah, I mean, now she's talking. She's not even saving it for the memoir.